that's what we'll start now. Uh, so we are Gameware Express. We are a local video game podcast based out of here in Baton Rouge. Uh, this is our first live panel here in Baton Rouge, so it's pretty exciting. Um, they gave us two hours because they're idiots, so we're going to get to do a full show tonight as opposed to our normal condensed panel show. So we appreciate y'all coming out um, this late Friday night, and we're going to get started. It's 7 o'clock. It's late. late. My best time's like an hour. It's 7 7 p.m. It's 4 a.m. That's true. Well, it gets dark. Yeah. So that means it's late. about to happen. But uh, y'all ready? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Good? Yes? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Tuning in to this special live episode of Gameware Express, where you are listening to episode number 201, the very first episode in the rest of our lives. It is Friday, <laughs> October 27, 2017. We are coming at you live at FIFOCon 2017 in downtown Baton Rouge, our hometown. How are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Thank y'all so, so much for coming out here. My name is Adam Arinder. I am your host. Uh, it's enough about me. All the way on the other side of the table, please welcome Mr. Uncle Gameware himself, Mr. Stephen Martin. <laughs> Uncle, thank you, Adam, for having me on your show. Of Glad course. It's fun. all of our shows. Brand new. This is collectively Excellent. a podcast. Oh, that's right. The fastest feet in the West, to my right, Mr. Vaughn Venters. Hey. He can play DDR very quickly. You should check it out. And one of the biggest Destiny 2 fans I know, Warlock extraordinaire, Neil Bonham. <laughs> That's my intro. It's <laughs> <laughs> all coming right here, like off the top of the head, so I gotta come up with them quick. You got Uncle Papa Bear and Fastest Feet in the West, and this guy like plays video games. Game. the West, yeah. even though we live Woo! in the South. Did I say the West? Yes, you did. Uh, you know, I can't think words right now. <laughs> Western <laughs> What did you want your intro to be, Neil? Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. Destiny 2 is fine. <laughs> Uh, so we start every show off with an intro question, just to get the, the juices flowing, get, break the ice. For this week's intro question, uh, I want to continue what we've been talking about the past couple weeks. Uh, loot boxes have been a big issue in the gaming world right now, uh, especially them taking over single-player games. A lot of people are complaining about them. We've shared our opinions, especially last week and the week before. But I want to pose a question to y'all to make the loot box pain a little better. What if games were cheaper and they included the loot boxes? Because right now the big issue is you're paying $60 for a single-player game, like Shadow of War, Forza 7, and they're also going to nickel and dime you with these loot boxes because you know maybe they're inhibiting your progress. But if you just give them like 10 bucks for a loot box or two, then you can you know level up a little better. And that seems to be the issue is games like you know mobile games where you do that, they're free. So if you could not raise the price of games and, in fact, lower them, would loot boxes be better to you? Uh, I think it would just really depend on how much of a game I really get for the price I still pay. Right. You know? Um, so, like, with free games, I guess, like, you're still getting a game. Usually it's just you pay loot boxes to kind of, like, give yourself extra lives to not, mm-hmm. you know, have to not play for two hours or something like that. But right. um, I, I guess if it was in the current state... Like, yeah, that'd be fine. Right, because it seems like this is, like, the trend right now. 
you know, we had online passes a few years ago, microtransactions started coming into that, and now, like, loot boxes are popping up and everything. I mean, Star Wars Battlefront 2 comes out in, like, a week and a half, and that's going to be riddled with loot boxes, too, from what we hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything that might help soften the blow on this, or is this just, like, something we as gamers don't like? So my issue is that with the loot boxes, like, I don't, I don't play a lot of mobile games where that game is free. Right. But then there's loot boxes, right? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't really be interested in paying less for a console game either because there's just too many other things that I want to play. Yeah. Where it's just like it's a time proposition. Mm-hmm. The, the issue is that I don't have time to, to grind at a game and to randomly get an item to maybe make my experience better because I still have to play like six or seven other games that I bought this year that I haven't even opened. Yeah. So. Uh, so for you, it's more of a time than money thing. Yeah, and it's because I'm getting old and I'm going to die soon. So <laughs> it's, um, you know, I just, I can't just play games where I might get the item that I need to make my experience better. It doesn't make any sense. So. That makes sense. But I, I, I can see how people can get tied into it because it's, it's, it's a neat feeling, right to, right, to hit that loot box button or hit that, you know... The item in your mobile game. Some of them have such good something. opening animations. I just want to watch oh, it yeah. pop over. And over Trust again. me, I've been in Tokyo and put your hundred yen in the gachapon machine and gotten the <laughs> neat little earthbound toy that you wanted, right. and that's a good feeling. But and when they first started coming around in games like like Overwatch, those are just cosmetics. Here's the storm. You're not getting game enhancing items in it to make you stronger or help you level up faster, like an NBA 2K17 or 18. <laughs> Um, dunk animations. Yeah, yeah. you're opening the blue boxes on dunk animations. So to me, it's... I could dance like Carlton from Fresh Prince in NBA 2K. You can do that in Destiny. I'd pay $5 for You can do that in Destiny. You can do that in Destiny. You can pay $4 for it, I think. I don't play Destiny. That's the problem. That's what you should change. Yeah, well... Because you can just dance and... That's all you do. That's all you have to do. I did that in Warcraft enough such a long time ago. Right. Now you're showing your age. I'm done. So welcome to the show, gentlemen. Today was a big day. In terms of game releases, pretty much uh, three, I, I, I can say it was a three of possibly you know top ten games of 2017 all came out today. Uh, I know we've been playing one of them, uh, so I guess we want to start there. Uh, Super Mario sure. Odyssey came out this t- today uh, on your Nintendo Switch. Did anyone else pick it up? We have it right here. Shank, he got yeah. it. I can see it in his eyes. Yeah. Play some, play some so, Mario Odyssey. That guy, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great game, right? I mean, you can hear it right now. It's, it's going. Um... What do y'all what do y'all think so far? It's terrible. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we have a terrible and we have an amazing. Of course it's it's great. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting twenty one years for this game. Oh yeah? Wait, twenty one? Yeah, yeah. Ninety six years. Mario sixty four was ninety six. I like I love Galaxy and one and two and Sunshine was was cool for what it was. Um, but this is truly the the three D Mario experience that I wanted after I played sixty four as a little guy. Um uh, everything about Mario Odyssey, and, and they've been doing this. They do this with every Mario game. It's like every area you're in, every level. It's like this really cool new thing that they never use ever again in the rest of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they keep that up. Somehow they keep that up through the whole game, showing you these new, weird, neat experiences. Right. And so far in Odyssey, and I'm probably through six of the worlds right now. Mm-hmm. Um. They've definitely been keeping it up with this game too. It's like constantly showing me new things, and I, I want to keep messing around with these tools and these, you know, these characters. But but you don't because it's just going to be completely new things in the next area. It's it's, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's like play. the only thing that you have in common with all of these elements is that you capture them. Right, right. But everything else is like you know you start off jumping as a frog and then 
the next thing you're a T-Rex. Yeah, the, the, and then later on you're a Caterpillar. Right. It actually reminds me a lot of Banjo-Kazooie with all the transformations that you have with every world that you go to. That's what I was telling someone too because it feels like it's, it's you know the next Mario 64 but also some Banjo because like in Mario 64 you at least you're jumping into the painting and you know which star you're going for. Whereas right. this one they drop you into the world and it's just like there you go. Explore! Walking, you know? Have fun! Like, who cares? And you know you'll find these moons in the most random places whether it's you know, you ground pound the ground, and there it is. Or you have to complete some crazy jumping puzzle, or you just go buy one from the store. Yeah, I was in the item yeah. shop, and you can just buy one. You buy a moon, and it's like, yeah. wait, that seems kind of cheap for what it is. But, I mean, there's so many of them. What, are there, like 900 of some, them? Apparently there's over 800 total. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot of moons. moons. That's a lot of moons. But so far, I mean, I think I'm the least far out of all of us, but it still is fun getting one, even if it's something simple, or even if I get, like, a comp, like a complex one. It still feels good getting that moon, no matter, you know, oh, how yeah. I got it. So it's what super if, satisfying. What if Nintendo said, "Hey, for a dollar, <laughs> yeah, we might give you a moon. Ooh, <laughs> you just put, put a dollar bill in your Switch. We'll, yep. we'll add like a little dollar acceptor, and you could spin that wheel, and you might <laughs> get a moon. On a moon. You may get a hat. I don't know. You might get like a golf club." I don't think it would be very worth it because, like, the moons that you buy are only worth like a hundred coins each, and they give you coins like it's candy in this game. I have, so. I have a lot of coins, especially yeah. considering that like your lives are also shared by how many coins how you many, have. How many coins do you lose when you ten. die? Just yeah, ten. It's only ten. Yeah. So they're basically. I mean, there's really no penalty for dying, which right. I guess kind of feels good. I mean, in some of those, like in Mario 3D Land slash World, which I guess are kind of the more recent mainline Mario games, you know, you could do simple things. You'd have Star, I mean, crown, crown, crown lives, or lives are basically irrelevant, you know, then. Right. So them just making the lives just part of your coins is just kind of, like, you know, trivial at this point. I, I love the little checkpoints, because you can warp around the areas. If you hit a flag, you can just mm-hmm. instantly go to that area okay, if you yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. I'm not, I'm like, maybe an hour. I'm well, like, you've been busy. I've been really busy. Okay. <laughs> setting all this up. Uh... But I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm only, I only have like 12 moons. I'm in the Sand Kingdom, right? So I'm not that far in. Now, one thing that I've been doing, which I know Vaughn's beaten this game. You told me is on Wednesday <laughs> that I would go and beat this game before FIFAcon, and I did. I appreciate. You, you told me to do it, so That's I did. Dedication. <laughs> right there. Not, so, to, not to mention, I just wanted to keep playing the game anyway. I was having too much fun with it. Mm-hmm. The um, what I've been doing is when I have enough moons to go to the next area, I've just gone to the next area, and I haven't gone back to oh any, to get all of them. Right, but I plan on doing that. See, I'm torn on what to do because it's like. The collector in me wants to... Because the top left corner, you know, it shows you... Yeah. Here's how many, many moves you have, here how many are left. Well, so no, I think that's that actually not. How many oh. you need to get out of there. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. How many you have left, you have to go and look in the brochure. Oh. <laughs> and there's a lot of moons in every single one okay. of these worlds. Well, I guess because, so. like, in the, I guess the introductory world, it's like, you just need five. Because now I need, like, 20. Yeah. There's a lot more than five. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, no, I know. And obviously there's a lot of them if there's over 800 in the game total. Or maybe there's just, like, 100 levels. Or 100 worlds. Well, there aren't, so. <laughs> I, won't, I won't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But I, I also wanted to take the, uh, you know the collector's route and just try to collect everything as soon as I got to the world, but that's mm-hmm. not possible. <laughs> yeah, no. Even when, like, so, I ended the game, like, uh, beating the game, I ended up with a little over 300 moons that are still a lot more to collect. So oh, wow. Like, Ugh. So yeah, would you recommend like when I get right enough now. moons to just go on and come back later? For now, yeah. You can always go now. back. I mean, it depends. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten, like, if it required 16 to move on. I got around, like, 20 to 25. Okay. Yeah. This so. just depends on what I just, you like, play do. the level until I'm kind of, like, let's Don't move on like to the next. Don't feel like the next. Yeah. see the next one. 
Um, also, I think what's really cool in this game is you get to play dress-up, which is my favorite part of Destiny, is playing mm-hmm. dress-up. So, um... They Some give of you the boxer's for, outfit, like, right in the first world. Yeah, if you have a thousand coins. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it's really, I think it's cool because not only is it fan service, but it's also, like, ties into the level. Like, in the sand part, if you wear your, like, your poncho and your, your sombrero, you can get into the dance party, and that's how you can earn a moon. But the only way you can get in is if you dress up like that. So, like, yeah. it, it's gameplay-wise, but it's also, you can just dress up funny and run around the world. I want to say I think it's great. Really cool. Vaughn may confirm it. Does every level have a moon that you are required to have that outfit? Yes. I believe so. Okay. That is indeed the case. And, and also when you buy from the shop. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, it was like 150 coins for the, the poncho and the sombrero, so it wasn't very expensive to get it. But it's basically just like, I'm buying this moon, too, from the shop, I guess, because I already bought one, now I'm just buying the clothes to get easily get the second one. Although some of these outfits you have to buy with the special purple coins that are in every single one of these worlds. Right. <clears throat> the strange coins. I feel yes. like Nintendo, Nintendo executives are like, hey, we're going to do loot boxes and microtransactions. <laughs> but then they forgot but you don't actually to, have to pay for it. They forgot to charge real money. It's just the yeah. coins that are very easy to get. Yeah, sure. Because okay, so yeah, because there's coins. There's overall coins for the whole game, and then each world has its own specific it has its own currency. Two currencies. There's actually, twenty currencies. In this game. And then you get your gems by giving them the real money. Right. So there's a third currency. Exactly. But we're not talking about. No, that we're not one. talking yeah. about that. And another thing too is uh, the special currency coins. Yeah. They like respawn after like a minute. Oh, and then if you just get them again, what? you get Wait, two, they, you get two you regular get two coins. regular coins. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. about to say because they're like ghosts. they have like they're shadows like, yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. stuff. I was about to say yeah. It's also like that with the moons and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just respawn. Like yeah. you don't even have to exit the area. Like you just are just running wait. around and they just mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. I kept dying on the stupid platforming part. I shouldn't have been dying on. But the checkpoints where I got a moon, so I'd lose ten coins, grab like the ghost moon, and get five coins back. So it was just yeah. you know. Wasn't really losing that much. Dark Souls Mario Edition, basically. <laughs> Vaughn, you you finished this game in Persona Five. So far, is your favorite game of the year. Yeah. But my, I mean, Mario Odyssey is a completely different type of game. Obviously, mechanically, it's, it's superior to uh, JRPG. <laughs> I'll just, no I mean, it's, it's, so it's a platform. We do like a game of the year podcast. Are you going to argue with yourself whether or not Mario Odyssey or? You're still in the I Persona mean, 5 like it's it's up there with Persona Five and even Sonic Mania because that is also we're gonna up go there. To, we're gonna go to War Game of the Year this year. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> I, I know how to game the system. There are all, there are also a whole bunch of other really good games what's that also, came out this year because there's also, also Breath of the Wild. There's Near. Right. Right. What's also really crazy usually about Game of the Year too is there's a lot of indie games that are really good, mm-hmm. but this year AAA has blown oh, totally. blown it out the water. Yeah, I think. This is finally the year. It's been what four years since the new consoles came out, and they finally most of the games are out because 2014, 2015 were dominated by indies, yeah. especially for top ten discussion. Uh, but yeah, this is totally the AAA blockbuster year. Uh, how are y'all playing this? There's a few different control setups you could do. How are how are y'all I, playing? So I started with Pro Controller and uh-huh. um, docked, so playing on TV. But I've moved over to Joy Cons. Yeah, so okay. I, it just doesn't feel. Uh, I just. I don't know. I, I need the motion control for. I, I know you can do a lot of those or all the maneuvers with just the. Can you though? You can do the circular hat throw. I was going to say, how do you do that on you, the controller? You spin the joystick around and then hit. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, on the joystick. But on the Joy-Con, you just make your body yeah, contort. Yeah. How uh, how are y'all playing? I've how done play? I've done like half the time docked with this and the the Joy Cons and the slot. Okay, controller. like in, the, in like the airplane grip thing. Yeah, yeah. And the other half, I've played handheld. 
Okay, so you've only played like traditional yes. controller style. What about you, Vaughn? So the, for the first uh, world, I actually played on the GameCube controller, and that <laughs> okay. was actually a pretty fun experience yeah, until we'll I uh, until I realized that like there are some mechanics in the game where you actually have to shake the controller in order to actually you know do a super jump. Right. And you can't do that on a GameCube controller, sadly. What if you could Sad bind face. motion to the bongos <laughs> and then you could set the bong- <laughs> and you just hit the bongos with your feet? Actually, the GameCube. The producer of this game made Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. See? So he created that controller. (laughs) I still have, I got a bunch of bongos if anybody needs them. It's still one of the most, like, responsive peripheral controllers ever. Yeah. That game is so good. Uh, Yeah, I'm playing with, I'm playing with the, with the sticks too. Because, yeah, that's been, like, a lot of clickbaity articles have been Mm -hmm. kind of, like, crapping on the game. Because they're like, you can't play the game without the motion control, it's forced motion control. Yeah, sure you can. No, you definitely um, yeah, can. You absolutely, you just can. can't. You just can't get access to some moons without it. But right. I mean, that's, it's not a necessity. But yeah, eventually, I switched over to Pro Controller, and it still feels like supernatural and super good. Yeah, Kotaku so. put out an article um, complaining about how the motion controls are not optional and that you need them. But in the article, they state that one of the people that has been playing the game has over six hundred moons and <laughs> and uh, ran into this problem a handful of times. So out of 600. over 600 moons, like a handful is less than 10, yeah, and yeah. they're complaining about it. Like, you don't, I will definitely say you don't need nearly that many amount of moons in order to beat the game. You don't no. even need nearly the amount of moons that I collected to beat the and game. It's also, no, so. it's also really weird to complain about something so trivial when it's like, it, motion controls are a design element of the game. So why are you compl- complaining that they have motion controls? I mean, it's, I can complain about trivial things if we want to do this. But well, I mean, right, I know. Like, I mean, it's kind of how like do the, you only have fifty shaders? Why, <laughs> why, why is A jump while B is jump and A is also talk to people? So when I want to go talk to people. I press A and then I jump over them and that's done. I can play this game too, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because the thing is, like, but but you can shake the pro controller and do the same like homing attack. You can. Hold the thing with the with the joysticks in handheld mode and shake the screen. Well, I think what he was attack. complaining about is the fact that he was on a subway ride to work and he had to play in handheld problems. And so he was complaining that he couldn't get a moon because you needed motion control to do like a super jump. And it's like when you could very easily put this in your lap, slide it off, do it, and put it back put on. Put it back on, or just shake the screen. I was doing that when I was sitting. Or in just the... not get that moon. Yeah, it's fine because uh, this isn't Pokemon. You know, if you're sitting here <laughs> complaining about motion controls and Super Mario Odyssey, you're probably not the person that's going to try to 100% the game anyway. <laughs> so just skip the moon. I was gonna uh, it, it, it's really hard when the moon is just there staring you in the face, though. But right. it wasn't staring him in the face, because it's actually <laughs> just slightly out of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, it's, if, if you see it there, like you have this impulse in you that's like telling you, hey... I've I've seen seen wa- I really of, want to get this. I've seen plenty of moves that was, in the past. I'll de- I'll, I know. I'll, de- I'll definitely. I'll definitely say that was this one moon that I really wanted to get with the GameCube controller, but I couldn't. Shank was me mooning me earlier, and I passed him up. So <laughs> the uh, what was I going to say? I still can't believe Nintendo passed the easy marketing opportunity of a Mario Odyssey breakfast cereal with marshmallow moons. I mean, they already <laughs> made the marshmallow moons. You can just go to the marshmallow moon factory and, and get all, some of them. And they all come in different colors, too, in the game. You've been that doing been this neat. since Halo. I have. Halos should have been a Halo breakfast cereal in 2001, and it wasn't. And I was trying to get someone to make Halo breakfast cereal even then. But you got Blitz mitts done. I did, so the only marketing thing I've successfully done is the Rock Band Blitz fingerless gloves. That was my idea, and they did make them, so <laughs> I did not get paid for that. 
Oh, that's okay. You got paid in I, Twitter likes I, I and got, uh, a harmonic swag bag. A copy of the game for free. Hey, that's a $20 value. Yeah, sir. So you can export those songs into Rock Band 3. Yeah. Uh, Steven, I know you usually get Amiibos for everything. Did you mess with the Amiibos um, for this game yet? I haven't messed with the Amiibos yet. So I haven't even picked up the wedding Amiibo, but I'm going to. I like that the... Uh, the Amiibo platform is called Uncle Amiibo. Yep. <laughs> that, that was really good. That felt that What are the Amiibos nice. do in this game? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I like know, like, in the mall. I think one of them gives you, like, uh, extra hearts for the level, something like that. If you have Princess Peach wedding dress Amiibo, then Mario can wear the wedding dress the whole game. Oh, good. So that's cool. That's good. Yeah. So it's like, are, are a lot of the costumes kind of zany, like we're playing Dead Rising, or they're kind of standard Mario fare, besides like Mario wearing the wedding dress? Yeah, I mean, it's most of the costumes in the game are based on what Mario has worn in other okay. games. Like the NES Open. So it's not too off. crazy. No, yeah, or the, he has the, like the Mario Maker outfit. And Can I dress up in the Player 8 Smash option, where it's like the America Mario? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the Golfer Mario. Oh, that is oh, the it's Golfer yes. Mario? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure where that was from. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I'm loving this so far. Just, uh, hopefully we'll be able to soon sit down and play it more. Um, yeah, this this game more than any game that I can ever remember has just like put a smile on my face consistently yeah. while playing it. Yes, you can if you are. I don't know unless you're a husk of a soulless <laughs> person. This game can. I mean, it's it's such a joyful experience. Does it bring you up with that childhood? Or it really in your does. Case, like twenty one year old joy. It, like I don't want to spoil too much for some folks that maybe haven't played it, but like early in the game. There are so many moments where I'm like, man, if I was like 10 or 12 years old, and I'm 36 and I'm still enjoying it, <laughs> but like, it would have been complete wonder for mm-hmm. me to experience some of the early stuff in that game as like a 10 or 12 or 13 year old kid. Just some of the things you're doing, it's just it's so much fun. Does Bowser usually talk? I mean, he, yeah, he's he been talking before. for the past couple like games. Sunshine, he talks. Oh, okay, there's, I haven't played Sunshine. There's like this weird like language he's speaking, but you can tell that like, they guess they made it up, because when it's proper noun, he'll say Mario. Well, none of Peach. the, even the humans don't, like, it's like Animal Crossing Well, speak. right, but yeah, I mean, yeah. when it's names, he says the names. Sure. And this sure. is, this is like the first Mario game where they actually had this, like, different kind of, like, language right. thing, whereas, like, yeah. in in the Galaxy games, he just had these, like, little roars, but he still had, like, the text speech. Yeah, yeah, but also, like, he, he seems actually like he's had, speaking another language. He had full voice acting in Sunshine, which was weird. Oh, the yeah. Sunshine <laughs> voice acting. He's was like, really hey, weird. I'm Bowser. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this obviously has probably been uh, top of the list. I'm sure we'll have this discussion again soon for Game of the Year. Um, have y'all been playing anything else this week? Uh, just a little bit of Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh, yeah. That came out last week. We talked about some. Yeah. Uh, any any progress in that? Not really. Just kind of going mission by mission. And um, I'm not really a big Dynasty Warriors person, but I do like when they shove an IP for something I enjoy into a Dynasty Warriors game. So Gundam or Dragon Quest, you know, uh, Fire Emblem, Zelda, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I will probably continue to play a Dynasty Warriors game if you stick things that I like into it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I probably won't Story. play Dynasty Warriors, but I'll Wait, play other games. Did you say you finished it? I finished Story, yeah. And I did one of the... Uh, <laughs> so the past uh, week you've beaten Fire Emblem Warriors well, and I actually Mario. finished this game. Well, I mean, like yeah, when, sure. I, when I played it like last week, I was like almost done. I was okay. just too tired to finish it. I was sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty tiring work week. But it was, was it, it, was, it was worth a good game? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm, uh, it, it has a lot more content than I initially gave it credit for, so it's definitely going to be another one now I'm going to be spending like a long time getting all the stuff in it. Okay, so there's enough post-game stuff or just oh, collectible yeah. stuff? Definitely. That's cool. <laughs> I'm still like constantly blown away like how good things look on Switch. Yes. Yeah. I'm playing this thing in handheld mode, and I can't figure out the magic mm. that's... 
Especially in Fire Emblem. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. And it runs well in handheld mode? Yeah. yeah. I haven't had any issues. Have you changed between, like, the uh, the performance? Uh... On, like, so I haven't docked it. I have not docked Fire Emblem. Okay. But I know <laughs> that you can do 60 frames per second in 720. Yeah, it's it, it, look, it looks crazy in the performance mode. That's really? for sure. Yeah. It, it look, you, you'll definitely notice the difference. I probably need to check that out. It's a lot faster, and it's like, the graphics are a lot more, like, I guess... A little more jagged. Well, that's the lower res mode. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it still looks really good, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got a little bit further in uh, South Park: The Fractured Butthole, and because uh, last week I played a little bit but didn't get very far, now I'm like three or four hours in, and unfortunately I had to shelf that for Mario. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. The, the, this the start of this game, I'm just not feeling it like I felt when I started playing Stick of Truth, uh, just because. Now this game is leaning more on the gameplay part of it, whereas Stick of Truth, like gameplay-wise, is passable. But like the whole thing, like I mentioned last week, was like I'm in South Park. Here are all my favorite characters. I love this show. Uh, whereas this one, it is more gameplay focused. The battles a little more. Now I'm like four four by four. Yeah, it's like, not just more on the grid, and, and the battles last longer. But like I don't know. Right now, it just feels really disjointed. Like in the first game. You know, they're playing, like, orcs and elves, so I'm just fighting, like, the elf people that comes on Kyle's team, whereas now I'm fighting, like, sixth graders, uh, Butters Chaos's minions, the Raisin Girls, Rednecks, and it right now just doesn't make much sense. Uh, <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. I don't <laughs> um, and it, it just, it's not flowing right now. But I hear it gets better, and I'm, I want to stick with it, because I like South Park a lot. Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's just kind of, the, the way they, like, they block off the world doesn't make sense narratively if that's something you want well, to pick on for a South Park game. You have to suspend disbelief. No, I know. Whereas I feel like they, all that stuff like worked better in the first game right. than in this one. You it's know, a sophomore slump. It, I, it could be. Maybe. I, it's also a longer game. Yeah. So maybe that's not a good thing. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, well, Portal 2 was fine, but like Portal was so perfect because it was like three, three or four hours, hours long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't... I fell off Stick of Truth and I didn't pick it back up for three years and I just restarted it. I don't want that to happen with this one, but with like Mario coming out and more stuffs coming out as we get further into the, the fall holiday season, I don't want to drop it. But right, I, well, you could, and then just pick it up if they make a third game. Yeah, like and then just go back. Oh, I need to go back and play this one again. I just got to where you can dual spec. So like when you in the first game you picked your class, and then that was it. And this one I picked my class of the blaster, so I throw fire at people. Then you could dual spec. So now I'm like also an elementalist, so I can throw lightning at people. Uh, so I mess with that character tree a little more and, and try to expand on that. But it just seems like they're throwing all this stuff at me because they're trying to focus more on the game part of it than just like let it play out. You know. So I really liked South Park those early years. Uh-huh. Um, would I like this game? Would it make any sense? All the references are going to be not. I mean, you I could probably understand. still play it and like it, but I mean, you'd probably want to play Stick of Truth just because those focus more on the earlier seasons, right. whereas this focuses on the stuff they couldn't fit in Stick of Truth. Plus the past three years of content, you know. So you watch twenty years of South Park. Yeah, then you're and fine. And then we'll play the game. Yeah, yeah. So you'll be good. All caught up. Sounds like a plan. And obviously, they must have like, you know, Matt and Trey make these episodes in six days, but you, know, you can't develop a game that quickly. It took like uh, thirteen days. For yeah, the thirteen game. days for yeah, that. But cool. I mean, they have stuff from last season already in there, so they must have you know obviously put it in late minute, last minute. Well, or when they, you put the disc in, did it have a day one update? Maybe probably. They, downloaded they had to patch the member bears yeah, in that you collect. Right. It is great in this game though because if you played the first one, you go around and you're collecting the Chimpokomon figures, uh, whereas this one you go around town and you're collecting Yaoi. 
Right. Because there was that Yowie episode which you didn't see, so I you didn't see get that, that one. I don't understand where Craig the and Tweak are like they ship them as gay together. So that's a whole episode where you learn about Yowie from South Park. Right. Uh, so that's your main collectible, and I guess the member berries from last season. So. Uh, anyone play? Any, did you play anything else really this week? Yeah, uh, I actually finally picked up Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Okay, um, more Mario this week. Yeah, more Mario. So you bought that at Gameware, but it wasn't a Gameware employee that sold it to you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Apparently, anybody can just come to the store now and just walk behind the counter. That's fine. I'll have to check the tapes. Um, but yeah, I'm still in the first world, I guess. I'm um, still in the first world, and I've had this game since it came out. Yeah, and I love it. But it's but, great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, man. Those two IPs blend together really well. Um, what rabbits? Yeah, rabbits or Mario. guns and Mario. Rabbits or XCOM and Mario. XCOM and Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that works too. I just I love how brutal this game is. Mm-hmm. Not since uh, Super but Strikers Mario Strikers has yeah. a Mario game been like. Deadly. Yeah. Well, you're not I think killing that them. They're just like more getting brutal. warped back to like yeah, mission but, yeah. control. But you're wrecking. <laughs> like you're wrecking. Things, you know? <laughs> Especially when you get combo abilities, and it gets to the point in Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle where when something moves, like Luigi's like, "No, I'm going to snipe you," yeah, and then launch you into the air, and then Mario's like, "I'm also going to murder you too." <laughs> it, it is Jeez. just. I love this game so much, and yeah. and there were so many people that were down on this when it was rumored. And then when it was announced, people were still down on this game. But I was like, give it, give it a chance because it yeah. could end up being really good, and it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is really good, and uh, I'm also really surprised. Like it's it's very simple, but has it still has a lot of depth to it. And you're so yeah. early, it's gonna get yeah, it gets crazy. But it's it's like it's all very very simple mechanics. But there's just things you know. I think you had mentioned before, you know, how you can perfect the levels by doing it in a certain amount of turns and stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like getting that right. down is. Yeah, it was like when it was I was really playing, kind of uh, difficult. Like Hitman Go, where you know you could sit there all day on the level and finally figure it out, but doing it in seven moves, yes. you feel like really smart. Right. That's how you get the achievement. And Kingdom Battle does that too, where they don't tell you when the level starts what like the magic number right. is. Yeah. It's like if you beat it in six turns, you get a gold cookie. Yeah, I love gold cookies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's another game I really I don't want to fall off of, and I want to go back to. It's just yeah. luckily it's one that seems like it's pretty easy to like just come back to though. Yeah, no, totally. It's, I mean, I've played XCOM before. I know how these games work. Yeah. So uh, the, in the, the overworld, just kind of running around following the little Roomba. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Beto Obi. Beepo. 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 That's what it is. Beepo. And other than that, I. Got the Australian download of Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, okay. So no. we can like mobile, mobile Animal Crossing. Let's, Transition. Let's, let's, let's blur this into news. Yeah. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct earlier this week where they announced uh, what's it called? Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Pocket, Pocket Camp. Pocket yeah. Kingdom. Which is the long-awaited mobile Animal Crossing game. So is this developed by DNA? The Nintendo announced a partnership with DNA for mobile development, but I don't know if it was just for their it account infrastructure or for if it was for games as well. Let, let me let We're me pull, fact check is the worst thing you can do. On it a says developer <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment Planning and Development. Interesting. Yeah, I ne- like it. Only Nintendo's logo comes up during the thing. Right. So this uh, was announced. Uh, was it Monday? And it yeah, was like that. For it launch. a fifteen-minute direct. Yeah, and it came out Tuesday. Not in America, only right. in Australia. But I guess Neil. He's from Australia. Neil's yeah. from Australia. No, he's, he's actually upside babies. down. Babies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you're, you're playing it now. So yeah. 
I don't really like Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. First of all, you're insane. Animal <laughs> then Crossing I can great. say without a doubt, you shouldn't try this game. Okay, that's what's going to be the next question. You will not like it. Um, can I, like, rack up debt and then have to pay it? No. give gifts to friends? So it's stuff? pretty much just, like, a fetch quest game where you earn stuff to put things in your camp and all the animals are really rude. Oh, and well, yeah, that's animal. You invite them to your camp, and they're like, "Yeah, I'd love to go, except I would really like it if you built a comfy sofa, and then I'll come." It's just and like it's my like, real friend. That's exactly how everyone. That's why I don't come to your house anymore. Your sofa. Sucks. I know. I've been yeah. trying to build a better one, but it's not okay. Good at it. I got a new puppy, and you came. Yeah, I did. In real life, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> does, does Tom Nook demand real money too, or just Bell still? Uh. The only thing I've seen of Tom Nook is him swimming in a tub of cash on the uh, on the <laughs> store where you where you buy fake things with real money. There's like so he does collect real money. money. Yeah. <laughs> now is, leaf is, tickets. Is the real money for the, the leaf tickets? Is it just to speed up processes? Yes. Can you accomplish everything if you're just patient? Yeah, because I get leaf tickets out the wazoo. Yeah. So. Okay. So this is like Mario Run. Where yeah. you can buy the like toad tickets or whatever, yeah. where you can just get them a lot. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So is this basically just a normal Animal Crossing game, but now you're in like a mobile camp? No, fire? it's way less of an Animal Crossing game. Okay. Um, I haven't found anything where like the season seems to be fall, mm-hmm. but I haven't noticed a difference playing at morning or night. Oh. Um, it just seems to be more of. Um, these people have quests that last a limited amount of time, and you just like it's like if you start up the game, it's you have three hours to catch three butterflies and bring it to this person to raise up your friendship level with them. So, is, is this time gated at all, like typical mobile games, or what's the what are the leaf tickets for? The real money tickets? Uh, leaf tickets you use to like craft certain items and get certain things in the game, but mm-hmm. uh, some stuff uses bells, other crafting stuff uses like supplies, mm. uh, you know, like to um, like make a sofa you need three pieces of wood but you get oh. you get like so much of everything that's how i build my sofas yeah just three pieces of wood that's it yeah. i'll trade some sheep for it though uh okay okay cool. that's fine All right, um but yeah i mean it's so far it, for a free game you know it's a good little time waster if you're not doing anything um, right i'm gonna download the u.s version when it comes out here i haven't really spent too much time on it because i can't link my nintendo account since oh, it's so a, none of yourself will carry over right because it's a it's my Nintendo account is a U.S. region, whereas the iPhone account I made was an Australian region. Gotcha. So, did they give any uh, any indication on when it's coming out over here? Late or? November. Okay, that's all they said. That's not too far away. Yeah, I know they. I know they like to use Australia, like different companies as test markets for random things. Yeah, because they're smaller. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. and they do a really good job of. There's an article my friend sent me of like representing white Christian America. If you want that representation, just go to Australia, huh. and that's why people send the test markets to Australia. Learn something new every day. I thought it was British prisoners, but... Ah, that's in the past. It's all oh, fine. gotcha. Uh, let's see what other, other headlines we have. More Nintendo news. Um, Nintendo has unveiled another 3DS XL model. A new, new 3DS XL model. This one looks like a Super Nintendo. So if you are, haven't bought, like, five n- new 3DSs already, and you need another one, uh, this one has the purple and light purple buttons, and on the top it looks like the, the power and reset will button. It, uh, will then, it kind of turn yellow eventually? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, that's part of it. It's only if you smoke lots of cigarettes. <laughs> that's, that's not true. The, I guess they're still trying to find ways to you know sell more of that. Well, they got to get rid of them. Got warehouse well, full of them. Just keep putting new so paint on them. Aren't they run... Amazon exclusive? No, only... So the Amazon version comes with a download from Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be available from other... Re- 
we have a running bet on our podcast where um, we're trying to decide how many first-party games will Nintendo publish physically on 3DS in 2018. And I'm saying, like, ten. Right. And Adam says zero. Adam says zero. Even though one's already been confirmed. He's already announced one. January 18th is barely 2018. Yeah, but that is... It's still 2018, 2018, buddy. Fiscal. I'm going to put that fiscal asterisk in your face. Fiscal was never the bet. It was always calendar. And Nintendo would be crazy to shelve development for... The, the console that has the most units out there, right? More right. than any other thing on the market. So. Yeah, that's why, like, Madden 12 was on PS2. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true. Well, it's easy to so support that. So, of course, Nintendo will keep. And if, if Adam loses the bet, and he will, and he already has, <laughs> um, we haven't determined what I'll win, but it's probably ownership of this podcast. So, I'm going to change the name of the podcast. We are like $800 in debt, so you can have it. Well, Damn. you know what? It's a write off. So, there we go. Um, and then more Nintendo news. This kind of popped up. So last week we talked about the Switch 4.0 update yes. where you can do uh, record videos. The wire- is the wireless? Uh, we're getting there. Oh, yep. Uh, where you can rec- the only thing we really talked about is the like, wireless video. Oh, the, I think I'm saying yes. The headsets. Yeah. Or whatever. The, you can record 30-second video clips and upload them to social on like four random games, and that's <laughs> well, it. Well, it's, it's Nintendo. Well, it's, it's Nintendo-specific yeah. games, yes. Right. Um, but a lot of people discovered, hey, with this update, my Wii U GameCube adapter now works. So all of your GameCube uh, controllers, and you can now use on the Switch while it's docked, and sound like Vaughn took advantage of that. Did you use it even for Switch games? Which is funny, because on the Wii U, it was like, this only works in Smash. Don't use it on any other games, please. But now it sounds like for Switch, it works for the rest of them, which had a lot of people talking... Win Smash, and it has to be coming soon, right? I'm more curious as to when the GameCube Virtual Console games are coming. And that's <laughs> my well, that's my big thing because everyone was, everyone was clamoring for Smash. I still think Smash is coming out in March 2018 for if they're doing Smash 4 Deluxe for but, 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm backed off of that a little bit because yeah, could I want GameCube Virtual Console because you can't emulate the GameCube triggers on anything else besides the GameCube controller because they're analog. You can hold it down halfway, and that does a different press than clicking it in. And you can't really replicate that on the Switch controllers. However, uh, it also realized you can plug in uh, wireless headphones to your Switch through a USB dongle. Right. So that makes me think that they just decided to flip the USB switch on, and it did not necessarily mean Smash is coming out in like two days, like everyone was thinking. Yeah, you know? It definitely seems really weird because it wasn't in the patch notes. Exactly. It yeah, wasn't that's, in, yeah, the it wasn't the patch notes, but it just seems like at this point they just flipped the USB switch on. Because there they can just start plugging USB things into it and it works now, whereas before it didn't. I also read where there was like apparently quite a few people internal at Nintendo that were really surprised by right. what the update Mm-hmm. Allowed they, you to do. Yeah, obviously they didn't really know or <laughs> care about that. It had to have been a mistake somewhere. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I have a device that has an update, I don't care what it is. I jam the GameCube adapter <laughs> into it. You know, it'll work now. So that's like, how these these uh, people online figured out that. Yeah, this is like someone just randomly decided to just test it out. Why yeah, how do you figure that out? Like, just someone plugs do exactly in, what I just yeah. did. My refrigerator gets an update. GameCube controller support. <laughs> See if it finally works. But that's interesting that it works. On all games. So. I mean, it's a really well, happy accident, that that's way. for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the GameCube controller now uh, works on four generations of consoles. Yeah. Um, the NES controller works on three. Made, no, yeah. uh, four. Right? Okay. Because you can use the NES controller on an NES. I wonder if this means if you can get those USB NES controllers. But, but if you have an NES Classic, you can use that on a Wii. Mm. 
or a Wii U. Yeah. So I, maybe that's three. You can't right. use it on. A, can you use it on a Switch? I don't think so. Well, she was cackling back there. Weird. It is Halloween weekend. But yeah, four weekend. generations of, of GameCube controllers. I say don't ever take it away because I love yeah. the GameCube controller. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. A lot of people really like it. And a lot of people I love really it. don't. I like it. Those people are misinformed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let's stick with Nintendo theme news. So this is basically a Nintendo. This podcast. is a Nintendo podcast. Mario and Alex talk about that. <laughs> Nintendo had a lot to offer this. This week. doesn't have anything to do with Nintendo, really. Um, AGDQ is a big charity stream that they do twice a year for a whole week, speed running. People, I think, are familiar with it. And one of the big draws to close out the show every year is the Super Metroid race. Because sure. throughout AGDQ, they'll do donation incentives where if you donate money, uh, you can put it towards naming the Chrono Trigger protagonist Butts. And then the whole time they're playing the game, they're talking about Butts. So well, they you raise just, enough money for that, you get that. You know? They should just play Final Fantasy V. <laughs> His name is already Butts. So one of the big donation draws is you know saving or killing the animals when you're escaping at the end of the game when everything's blowing up. Right. Because if you save the animals, that wastes your speed run time. If you kill the animals, which you should do, uh, you can get a good time and you're not wasting any... Uh, you're saving the frames. But there's it's not canon. There's a theory that those animals, if you don't kill them, become like enemies in a later Metroid game. Whoa, that's pretty good. Like Sam is or uh, But this year they announced for AGDQ 2018 there will be no Super Metroid at all. Uh, which I thought was a strange announcement just because of how much money it pulls in. Vaughn, as our resident speedrunning expert, how do you feel about this? Uh, it's definitely out of the blue. Like, I did not expect this at all. I figured, at, at this, especially at this point, Super Metroid would probably stick around in these things forever. I mean, it's a staple. They made but... Twitch uh, emotes, specifically, I think it was 2017 or 2016, on what who won that fight between right. Save and Kill the Animals. This, you got a Twitch emote for that. This like, is kind of like if the Olympics didn't have closing ceremonies. Right, it, it really feels like. I'm way. very curious as to what they're gonna like put in place. Dance, of it. dance, revolution. It's hours. <laughs> it. It's it seems like their response Just dance was 2018. It's my favorite game. That since you know they don't Not save if you die in the run, your run is over. And last time I think they had three, three. of the four runners die within a minute. Yeah, like so within a minute of each other. If everyone dies, that kind of kills that whole momentum. They but just go straight they, to the every every year at least one person dies. So I guess they get figured like, hey, yo, it's not really much of a race if multiple people die. So every let's not year have at least it. one person finishes, and that's all that matters, right? Is if you finish the race. Yeah, but it doesn't make for an exciting race if people can't save. But when, and they it's, die. when, when this game is pulling in a quarter million dollars to charity, yeah, I'd but I, I have a feeling that like they'll probably find some kind of like way to you know generate that quarter million dollars with a different game. Uh, uh, over like the past few months, like Zelda: Link to the Past randomizer races have been a thing, and those have been super that. popular. <laughs> so. I mean, it's it's not also like now they're just not going to have a quarter million dollars. Like those people will probably still donate and donate towards another thing. You know, I yeah. bet people will donate and still say kill the kill animals. the animals, save the animals. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, I donate. I'm totally going to say that. <laughs> I donate every year for for AGDQ, so I'll totally be like kill the animals, keep it going. They should be Buck Hunter. Yeah, they kill all one? the animals. Yeah. They might even oh, show, do something sure. with Mario Maker oh, again, where it's like uh, at the end of one of the courses, you can donate to either save or kill the Yoshis. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just drop them off the cliff. Sad. Switching gears finally away from Nintendo, Atlas had a reveal stream earlier this week, too, uh, where we finally got a little bit of a teaser trailer for Shin Megami Tensei Five. Exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Guess I'm gonna have to buy a Switch. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Another one. This I, is. I already have two. 
This is the first. This is the first mainline Shin Megami Tensei game on console since Nocturne on right. PS2. Yeah. Um, and we didn't get to see much. It was like a kind of a creepy, bloody subway station. To a regular subway station. <laughs> and then some like bat creatures attack some characters, <laughs> and then that's it. Um, would you say? I think it's safe to say that the the Persona spinoff series of Shin Megami Tensei is more popular than the mainline um, Shin Megami Tensei. I think you hear more about them. Right. I don't know sales numbers. So. Right. I mean, the last one was Shin Megami Tensei Four on 3DS, and that was more like feudal Japan, right? Yeah. It was like back then, in time. Yeah. This looks more apocalypse, also. modern day. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if they're like, hey, we have all these subway assets from Persona, so let's just like use them again, but make yeah. them a little like dankier. So, I I mean, are you going to get this? I know you're I'll a big Atlas fan. Yeah, I, I will buy this game. Yeah. The question is, you know, when does it come out here right. in America where we can understand it and play it? And we talked about that. So, SMT4 on 3DS came out within a month of the Japanese version. That's good. So, there was not much time between... Because Persona 5 came out, what, about six months? Yeah, after more the, than that. Seven months yeah. after the Japanese release. And they delayed it multiple times for localization right. as well. Uh, I hope it's close. I don't want to wait like a year to, to check this out. You probably will. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is even coming out in Japan until the end of next year. Really? Why did they, they announce their stuff so early? I don't know. I, you know, I'd rather them say, and it's out now. Hype that generator. Work, right? That just doesn't work. If, if a year is not hype. Like, six months <laughs> is hype generator. But like, oh yeah, it'll be out in 2019. You're not really generating hype. I think you're generating more frustration. I think like, or impatience. Three months is perfect. If yeah. You, Fallout, like Fallout, 4, 4. Fallout 4 did not do a lot of things right, but it did its reveal yeah. and, and it's announcement out right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or Diddy Kong Racing. Also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Yeah. Sticking with Atlas news, uh, they announced a Persona 5 Ultimate Edition for PS3 and PS4 that includes all the DLC, and if you've played Persona, it's a lot of it, yeah. digital only, right. for the low, low price of $124.99. I mean, that's... That's just like the price of everything. Yeah, you're not yeah, saving it literally is everything. And also, if you are the ultimate Persona fan, and we all are... You own all that crap yeah, already. and you've already bought the game. Exactly. That seems odd, because no one's going to jump in and be like, oh... Vaughn really likes Persona. I want to check it out. Buy I'll buy it for $125. Right? And it's mostly costume deals. It's all costume. It's none of it's really necessary. There's right. no single player stuff. It's just this is what a lot of game companies do like next year for a game of the year edition. Right. And 60 bucks. 125 is absurd. When, maybe they forgot to discount it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> let's just add everything together. And yeah. You just have to press one button instead of like 40 buttons. And I like how they tout the Japanese language track. But that's free. That's free. It is free. (laughs) It's a download, but it is free. So if you want to pay extra for games... Maybe it's like a tip button, though. Going back to Persona. Like, Mm -hmm. you just say that I want to give them $125 more because I really love Goro Kenshi. I really did love... No, I don't love Goro Kenshi, but that's fine. Uh, If you want to tip Arc System Works a little more, the Dragon Ball Fighters season pass was announced for $35, which will include eight additional characters after the game's release. And also, like, uh, in-game icons and right. splash screens. So, uh, This seems... Vaughn, as our resident fighting game expert, does this seem far, par for the course? At this point, yeah. Is Do you like it? <laughs> no. It doesn't like it, but you get eight more characters. I don't care. If you, look, <laughs> if you could have told me that 
on Clay Fighter on Super Nintendo that I could pay like thirty dollars <laughs> to get eight more combatants in, that are made of clay. I would have been all over that. Yeah, they clay. wouldn't have had to re-release Mortal Kombat three. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. It's like at this point, I feel like just take the extra time to you know make your characters and release your fighting game instead of just doing all this extra season stuff that nobody's gonna care about because like all Whoa. the hardcore fans are just gonna play it anyway. What is just making the pay extra because they still do it. I mean, what if instead of giving it's them thirty five dollars for eight characters, you give them a dollar ninety nine, and oh, then like a spin chance. will happen on your screen, it'll blow up, and like maybe a character That's will come out the box, idea. and then maybe one won't. But if it does, it's only a dollar ninety nine. It's not thirty five dollars. Like I'm just idea. saying. Yeah, we can like a loot box. Or <laughs> Whoa! Something. I mean, they loot. could they could probably generate more money that way, but I don't know. Just, just give it time. Loot boxes will come to fighting games. Fuck fuck uh, fighting games. Oh. I'm tired of them. <laughs> <laughs> I really like fighting games. <laughs> I assume this will also... You haven't played them for 15 years like I have. No, that's true. We have not... I have not played fighting games for 15 years. I assume this will also have like a 90 or or $100 version of the game. It has a $130 book. version of the game. Oh, really? With a statue of Goku. Oh, I don't want that. I just want the one that comes to the season pass no, there's, the book. There's only the $60 or Damn the 100 I mean, the best thing I could do is just tell everybody for just, just to wait for the complete edition because there will be one, sure. especially after like they do like the whole eSports, you know... Promotion for it because that's going to happen too. Also, I don't. I think the hundred and thirty dollars version does not come with the season pass. That is absurd. Did you get that cool statue? <laughs> I don't want statues. Uh, I have enough garbage. Funny. I don't need more room on my shelves. Remember the garbage. last fighting game that came out with statues? Oh yeah, a couple weeks ago. It was, it <laughs> yeah. Bad. Well, the statues. I want to buy light up eggs for Dragon Ball Fighters. <laughs> yeah. You get light up egg Dragon Balls because that's probably going to happen. Do we know how many fighters are in this game? To, no. Like final roster at all? least eight. at least eight. Uh, they haven't right? because they haven't they <laughs> haven't decided on a final roster number. I don't think there's well, still more characters. Whatever the number on. is, just take eight of them and they'll sell them to you piecemeal. Because I think recently they announced Nappa and Captain Ginyu. If if I don't have um, future trunks in this game, he's already there. Oh, he was one of the first ones announced. Well, I, yeah, dude. <laughs> did, I, did I get to play him? As, no, did you I, didn't. I didn't get to play. He him. was on a D three. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll down the news list. Um, let's talk about Microsoft now, because why not? Um, Xbox One backwards compatibility for Xbox One Wait, you, no, game that's, you, is now live. You just said Xbox One backwards compatibility for Xbox One. Xbox One oh, okay. for Xbox the One, Xbox. the original, the first Xbox right. games are now uh, live. Yeah, they're for, $10, or if you just have the disc, you can just put your game in there and it'll download the game and you can play it. Are, do, do, y'all, do y'all want to play OG Xbox games on Xbox uh, One? I want to play some of the some, ones they yeah, picked. Sure. Like yeah. Prince of Persia's Sands of Time. It's a great game. That's a good one. It is or a good game. Black. That was I good. I played that one. Criterion. Was that part of the game? Oh yeah, that was Criterion. Yeah. Black? Black's on there. What? And Ninja Gaiden Black. Mm-hmm. Any game with black in the title. <laughs> is Cell Damage on the list? No, it's no, not. It's not. Oh, but you can play Crimson Sky. Dude, Cell Damage is on Xbox One. It's like $3. Oh, it is? Yeah. There's okay. a current generation version of the game. Also, Bill Sweet. Gates' favorite game, Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Bill Gates himself, his favorite game. He loves that. Do you so, remember what Reggie's favorite game was for the DS launch? Uh, no. It was Spider Man. That was his <laughs> favorite in 2004. That's what he said was his favorite game for DS launch. Was he, did he think he worked for Sony? Or? No, it was the Activision published game. <laughs> also, uh, Microsoft has officially killed the Kinect. They have stopped production. It is done. You rip, could argue one that out they, for your homie. Rip. You could just say they like, you know, I mean, it, got, it was killed a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but this was like the final bullet. Yeah. Um, Mercy. 
I have two connects, one for the 360 and one for the bone. I'll go dig a hole in my backyard of concrete Oof. and bury them. Do you have Gunstringer? Because uh, we could play that. I do have Gunstringer. I've never played it. I want to play it. Okay. Can we play it on Extra Life? Uh, no, our schedule's done. Someone on uh, Reddit got a gold because they made a comment where their Kinect fell behind their TV like six months ago and they <laughs> haven't picked it up. Well, back there. I had Neil go plug something behind my TV in for me because he is smaller than me and I can't fit behind that little crack. And I told him to take the Kinect off my TV and just lay it down behind the TV and that's where it stays. Yeah. So my favorite contribution that Kinect made to society was that stupid scene in the third Paranormal Activity movie. Oh, yeah, where you can oh, like, see man. the ghost. <laughs> He's terrible. I really like the first two. No, I think that's the fourth one. Oh, really? The see third it? one was a prequel. I don't even know. It's the fourth one. Yeah, You're not caught up with your paranormal activity lore. Also, I think that they use Connects uh, at the hospital. Yeah. Like the robot doctors. But they see they already bought all of those, yeah, so they don't yeah. need any more. They don't need more. They also yeah. use Connect in that uh, that Battlefield 3 tent oh, that really? those people made, that like $10,000 treadmill tent, so you could be fully immersed in huh. Battlefield 3. It <laughs> was awesome. Some British show. It's really cool, though. Um, Warner Brothers has killed LEGO Dimensions. So we're just like now we're like the death part of the podcast. Yeah, uh, everything's dying. Out for your other homie, Lego Dimensions. Which I is bought cool. so many Lego Dimensions play sets, but I never opened any. Me of them. too. They're in a bag in my closet. They were all like three dollars. Yeah, I guess that's why they stopped making it. Yeah, it's, so was this pretty much the end of Toys to Life? That was big, like five years ago. Good well, job, Amiibo. Th- yeah. So <laughs> what's interesting is that Nintendo still makes Toys to Life. They just don't use them at all. Well, see, that's what you need to do. You just need to sell the plastic figures, but don't, but don't make, a, make game. a game with them, and the yeah. people will buy them more, right? Because they're crazy, like me, like all of us, right? Yeah. Uh, so hopefully, we can catch some more Lego Dimension sales soon. That'd be nice. Uh, let's see. There, an Activision patent has popped up. From 2015, so oh, I know what this is. Yeah, this so is a while so back, backwards. was it Sony made a patent for their camera, where an ad would play on your TV, and to make the ad go away, you had to stand up, put your arms in your yell McDonald's, McDonald's! <laughs> and that'll make the ad stop, and you can play your game. The funny thing is that revisionist history, people associate that with Microsoft in the Xbox. Yeah, yeah so they're like, <clears throat> whenever someone brings up the McDonald's thing, they're like, that was Connect bullshit, mm-hmm. but Sony actually, that was their thing. Um, so, <laughs> hopefully this is another uh, one of those. But uh, uh, a patent from Activision came out in 2015 that will incorporate microtransactions with matchmaking. Yeah. So, for example, you buy a shiny new sword for your favorite game, I don't know, Destiny. And then when you go play against other human beings... And you, like, they're going to match you up with people who are bad, so you feel really good about your sword purchase. But then, hey, maybe they're going to start matchmaking you against people who are better than you, and then you keep losing. What do you do? Maybe I buy a better sword, and I keep playing better. So they're skewing the matchmaking to to make you want to buy more loot boxes. And my example is not good because Bungie's come out very recently and be like, we did not do this. This Which is, is not exactly what you would say. Yeah, what is what they would say? Yeah, but the thing is, is they can take Destiny away. Yeah. They still own Destiny. No, yeah, that's right. yeah. The, my example was just a uh, you know, it was a bad example. It was a bad man. example. Um, but to me, this is like really kind of messed up and, and insidious Are you for developers. Telling so, like, me that Activision did something that's <laughs> not trustworthy. Whoa, an anti-consumer. Well, I can't yeah. even believe it. Did Bobby Kotick himself approve this? He, if he knew about it, he probably wouldn't allow it. Yeah, I know. He's such a good, honest, yeah. not punchable face man. No. Um, so yeah, this this game's kind of uh, kind of messed up, right? 
Yeah, I would say this is bad. I would say this, this is my bad. Official bad rumor. <laughs> bad rumor. Oh, we're not at that segment. We're not at that segment yet. <laughs> oh. It's my new favorite segment. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's just that's just yeah, that's 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 stupid. So, which games could you see them like uh, utilizing this? Call of Duty, Call of Duty. anything like Call a gun Duty. that's more accurate, or yeah. that reloads faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's all you need because yeah. that's the only game they make. That's like, well, they make other games, but mm-hmm. that's the big one. Um, Great. Hopefully, no Blizzard games. Blizzard's kind of. I think Blizzard is part of Activision, but yeah, like not really. They're kind of their own thing. It's right, like, yeah, it's like they're living like, in yeah. the pool house. Like yes. Activision is the mansion. They're living in the pool house. Right. Like they can talk, but they're not. The pool house is cool though. It's got a barbecue pit. Yeah, and then like Activision comes over and is like, "Hey, Destiny needs to stay with y'all in BattleNet, That's so they're, they're going to come here to sleep on your couch." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Bungie's more like the neighbor down the street that sometimes comes get sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and that sugar is Destiny too. Yeah. Oops, game of the year. Uh, speaking of Destiny, a big blog post came out like yesterday or two days ago talking about some changes coming down with the Destiny end game. Yeah, and I'm gonna throw this one to Neil. Yeah. Well, they're making it an end game, right? So that's again. good. A month so. and a half after the game came out, the PC uh, version just launched this week. This week. Yeah. Which looks phenomenal. I still want to pick that up at some point. Uh, but I mean, I'm pretty sure these changes. I don't think will happen until the new season, which they're it's doing. Se- yeah, which I think will be with the new expansion. But they're doing seasons every three months now, instead okay. of like. So it's like Hearthstone almost. Cause those X packs. Yeah. Like every three or four. Because you know, with Destiny, you'd go in a drought where stuff wouldn't change for about seven months or mm-hmm. more. But now it's you know, uh, the seasons will reset and come with changes every right. single time. Because they, they said they're, they're they're taking the game basically from the development team and passing it to the live, live team. team. And the live team is who made Rise of Iron. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Because the live team is was supposed to help out like the seasonal events, all your real money dollars to your bright Ingrams are supposed to go towards the live team so they can do things like Sparrow mm-hmm. Racing. Um, but they also made other changes for like in-game stuff, right? Just yeah, it, it's just going to be nice because like right now, pretty much the in-game in Destiny, it's like the raid gives you stuff. and No, it doesn't. Well, that's not true. You get three tokens you can't spend. Well, it, it can give you stuff. <laughs> there you go. It is one of the activities that will boost you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's trials. But stuff like Crucible, running strikes, and doing like the cool adventures and stuff don't really do anything. And so right. they're boosting those up to that's actually come back and like give you more incentive to play other things in the end game. That was one of my complaints a few weeks ago because it's like there are all these adventures that popped and I want to check them out. But I'm 150 light level over it, and I'm not going to go run them for blue gear when I'm at you know legendary and exotic gear. Yeah, uh, there's no point other than to just like quote see the content. Yeah, and one thing I'm actually really glad that they're adding is uh, penalties for quitting competitive games. That's good. Uh, so that's, that's going to be nice. Been a big because, problem, I noticed. Well, one of the pro- one of the reasons I'm glad, like in quick play, it's whatever. Like it's frustrating, but in quick play, you can at least get someone else. In yeah. competitive, you can't. Oh. So if someone drops out in a 4v4, you're, just like, kind of you're screwed. screwed. Like, yeah, cause that, it, it will not match make with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they're going to do that. Um, and then another thing I'm, I'm glad they're doing, even though it was only a problem for me recently, is uh, lowering the duplication rate of exotics. That's, that's, that's definitely a good thing. Because, um, like I said, lately, or it wasn't a problem until about the last 
two weeks or so when the last three exotic Ingrams I've popped have been Fighting Lions, <laughs> which is a grenade launcher that does less damage than my melee. So it's... <laughs> I think you were complaining about that very same gun last week. Yeah, and, and it's, it's the only one I, I... Yeah, and I've gotten five total. So <laughs> it's just, you know, I wish... I'm glad they're going back to, like, that smart loot kind of system. Well, if it works. I mean, Hearthstone changed that recently where it's like... Before, you never wanted to really craft a legendary card because it's expensive, and then the next pack you open, you're going to get that legendary card card, that really sucks. And they changed it to where you can't open legendary cards that you have. Yeah, the only other time that happened to me in Destiny 2 was right when I beat the story and you pick up the Cold Heart, which was part of that extra $10 that you pre-ordered the Digital Deluxe Edition. And the first exotic Ingram I opened, I got a Cold Heart. Oh, I got a Cold Heart, and I bought the $60 version of the game now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> no, I don't mind supporting them, though. It's it's, um, it's a pretty good gun. Yeah, it, it is a really good gun. Works well in the raid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's some good changes coming that, you know, if, if you make the game more like Rise of Iron, I'm going to get just as addicted to it as I was before. You right. know, and Destiny lately, while I love the game, I don't play it near as much. Yeah, because so, Mario and Rabbids came out. Mario and Rabbids and Golf yeah. Story. Also, just like it's with the stuff mainly I do in Destiny, it's mm-hmm. like if I pop it up, if I load it up on Tuesday, I've pretty much done everything for the week besides raiding that's going to get me anything more powerful. Yeah. So it's like, well, like I don't use it. As much as like I love playing Destiny, I, I feel in Destiny 1, one of the things in the back of my head was I could always get something better. Yeah. Whereas that's not in the back of my head in Destiny 2. So. Uh, last bit of news: Who likes free games that you pay for? I love Loot them. boxes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, Microsoft has announced the November games with gold free games that you pay for. Um, for Xbox One, the beginning of the month, you can get track. No, I'm sorry. God, they're so freaking confusing. Uh, for the whole month of November, you can download Trackmania Turbo for free. That's a good game. On uh, the back half of the month, you can download Tales from the Borderlands, the complete series. I'm not sure if that's a good game. Uh, Actually, good. that's like the best Telltale game. Yeah, exactly. Really? Highest rated. Always wanted to... Oh, Telltale game. Telltale. I thought you meant Borderlands game. No, it's... No. <laughs> there was like, there Tales was like, from the Borderlands. There was, a, there was a mobile Borderlands game that always looked really cool. Yeah, there was like weird. tactical... Animal Crossing Camp... Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp. <laughs> And then on the 360, which plays on the Xbox One, for the first half of the month, you can get Nights into Dreams. Nice. In the back half, you get yeah, Deadfall nice. Adventures. <laughs> so, great. That's not the new Nights, is it? That was like the... No, this is like old. That was the remake of the old one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, that one's good. Uh, and I think that's all the news. Oh. Not Nights into Nightmares. Mm. That's one yeah, other minor game. news bit. I Play- have that game. PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds is getting a physical copy on the Xbox One. Yeah. Yay. Oh, PS4? There's more free games you pay for. Well, it's oh, right. not coming to PS4 until it's no. out of early access. This is my favorite uh, new segment uh, of the show. So it probably will. We can't have two conversations at once. Two conversations. My favorite new segment of the show uh, is part of free games that you pay for. It's the <laughs> Humble Monthly Bundle. Oh, right. Which, this has already been announced, but if you subscribe to Humble Monthly Bundle, which is $12 a month, and you have a personal computer that can play games every month, you get free games that you pay for. Um, so it costs a lot more than PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live. But right. If you subscribe, uh, you'll get downloads for Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, you'll get 
um, Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, That's and then the card game. Yeah, and then you'll get Quake Champions. Both of those games of cool are free. Stuff. Yeah, but you're going to get Founders Packs. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so for 12 bucks, And then you're going to get about six or seven more games once they announce the full bundle. Okay. So I've been a subscriber. Humble Bundle, now owned by IGN. Yeah, so I've been a subscriber for Humble Bundle uh, for over a year now, and I'm thinking about canceling because IGN bought them out. It's weird to me yeah. that a review publication uh, company owns a video game distribution. I got is $1,600 worth of licensing software from Humble Bundle. That's cool. I got Armello last month from Humble Bundle. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play it. Is it weirder that a uh, review publication owns... Um, or that a or a retail chain, retail chain a review publishes, publication, which owns a publishing arm. Yeah, that's weirder. And also, they've only published one game, <laughs> yeah. and they've never talked about publishing another one. Yeah, because they, they realize publishing games is hard. They also had so much merch for Song of the Deep that yeah. probably did not sell the Fungo Pops and yeah. T-shirts for Song of the Deep. Right. Speaking of Armello, whatever happened to voting for PlayStation Plus? Yeah, games? that was a that one, happened like that, one they month. Did it twice. And that was it. They did it twice. Oh, and then that was it. it. Okay. But it wasn't consecutive. They didn't get enough votes. <laughs> I think they got all the votes. <laughs> <laughs> they received it was all of them. <laughs> I don't know, man. For whatever reason, they decided to stop. They did. They didn't want us deciding because we decided wrong. We picked yeah. the wrong game. It should have been Armello. And what 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 was the winning game? Grow, Grow which was okay. But yeah. Uh, that's it for your news. Unless I forgot anything. They canceled all the video games. Moving on. Single to player releases. games. Single are player games are done. Still? We don't really. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no rumors. <laughs> uh, new releases this week. Super Mario Odyssey is out on your Nintendo Switch. It's not that good. That's today. Also today. <laughs> that great. Assassin's that game Creed. is very odd. I see. I'm leaving now. <laughs> y'all, y'all lock the doors. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I like to call it Assassin's Creed Origins. Because when you assassinate people... I like to call it Assassin's Creed Origins Trail. Yep. Origins Trail will be good. Dysentery. There's tons of dysentery in, like, ancient Egypt. So uh, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed since Black Flag. That was the last good one. Well, I guess... Well, I thought, I thought Syndicate, Syndicate was good. Syndicate was pretty good, yeah. apparently. You had that train that was cool? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. That was your base. There was, like, a oh, train that, cool. that spun around. Or was that Unity? I don't remember. I don't know. Which one was set in the UK? That was Syndicate. Yeah, that was that was well that yeah. But um, yeah, the one with the train as your base is Syndicate. Yeah, I hear that. And you like hop off the train. It's cool. Great. I want to check that out. You should. You should literally check it out. (laughs) Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus also out today on Xbox One. Yeah, I really want to play that game. Me too. I really love that this game became a political controversy, and they just. Ran with it, yeah. <laughs> like they did a great they're like, job. Why if not? you want to be a Nazi, GTFO, yeah, punch in the face. That's right. That's the official stance of this podcast. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah, I'll speak for everyone. <laughs> Next Tuesday, Halloween. The, the game. Perfect, the perfect Halloween oh. game costume quest three. Bubsy, the Wooly Strike Back on PS4 and PC. I don't know they were still making is Bubsy games. Is that a remake games? of the first game? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Aren't they yeah, making a new Bubsy game? Neil says it's a remake of the first game. It okay. is, because oh, okay. they, uh, whenever they posted about like single-player games coming out this year, they did you know like the 3x3 three three square showing them, and Bubsy retweeted it and was like, is there a second page? <laughs> <laughs> um, Monopoly for Nintendo Switch comes out next Tuesday on Nintendo Switch. Well, did I use the Joy-Con to 
Like throw I the dice. I sure as hell hope so. You gotta use that HD rumble. You How actually have dice to throw the Joy-Con. You gotta throw the Joy-Con out the window. Monster Jam Crush It is also coming on Nintendo Switch on Tuesday. Can I get a physical copy of that? Nah, you're the one who orders the game, so you tell me. I ordered these. I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember. I might consider buying a Monster Truck game for Switch. Why? Why not? Why? But this game crushes it. It does. It's much better than the other ones. Cartoon Network Battle Crashers okay. also coming on the Switch. That game is a pile of shit. Too bad it's not Battle Crusher shit. Yeah, then it'll be good. Yeah. Also, chess. I'm looking at your list. Oh yeah. Um, where are you seeing that? Chess Ultra next Thursday on Nintendo Switch. Is this just putting anything on there? Yeah, basically. More fights Nintendo Switch Thursday. Sparkle Two Evo Nintendo. Switch. The Nintendo Switch uh, abbreviation confuses me because I think it's like not safe work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, don't click on this game. No. And then uh, jumping out a little ahead to next Friday, Call of Duty WWII comes out on PS4, with Red Xbox Dot One, and PC. Also, Steven Universe Save the Lights. It's my favorite game. So that's it for your new releases for this week. But it's time to take a trip back to the past with... That's your job. You took him from me last week. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> That's it for your new releases for this week. Let's take a trip back to the past with... Retro Rewind. 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 It gets worse and worse. It's every time we do Retro Rewind is a part of the show where we look at games that came out this week in the past. The, the best thing about this segment is it only works for a year. <laughs> we have to stop. No, for like five forget, years. We're going to forget which where we started, so we'll just keep going. Like this year... I'm sorry, this week in 1998... Metal Gear Wait, Solid came I, out on the PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Man. That was a good game, buddy. It's great. Uh, they actually have their first bad game coming out oh, yeah? next year. Yeah, Metal Gear Survive. Uh, you don't know if that's going to be bad. Uh, bullshit. What if 100 solid snakes drop out of an airplane onto yeah. an island, and, and you, have to you have to kill all the other solid other. snakes before they kill you, and if you win, you get turkey? Well, that sounds like a great Metal Gear game, but that's not what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, it's zombies. Yes. Well. It's pronounced Zambo. Yeah. <laughs> Zambo. Zambonis. Yeah. Now, if you had to kill Zambonis, that'd be cool. zombie Zambonis. Yeah, they're all riding Ooh. the Zamboni. I know what I know what my first project is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what came out in two thousand three? Uh, two thousand one this week. Two thousand one. That's what I meant. Grand Theft Auto three came out on the PS two, changing the world you forever. Know, I don't think those games are going to be popular. I, don't, I think Grand Theft Auto is just going to be a flash in the pan. That was the start of Jack Thompson's career. <laughs> He'd been no. That's not that he. <laughs> He was a problem in this industry long before that. Mega Man Legends 2. That can't all be winners. In 2000. Yeah. That is the most expensive crap game in the world. Well, you can download it for $6, or a physical copy is like $200. A lot of people really like the Legends games, though. I like Somehow. Uh, 2005, this week... Club Penguin was released on your Let browser tell you what, device. There's a lot of weird shit going on like Club <laughs> Penguin. You are now banned from yeah, Club Penguin. Exactly, basically. But There's you know what? I can make another email account. <laughs> and guess what? I'm back in Club Penguin. There's a whole subreddit about being banned from Club Penguin. That's my favorite subreddit. <laughs> so I really hope this game isn't what I'm thinking it's about. It's like a bunch of people with penguin avatars asking each other to take the clothes off. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then see, it's like, are you 12? <laughs> yes. I thought this was a game way. like, let's see how far you can hit this penguin. No. Like club, no. Yeah. <laughs> what came out in 2000? 
five Metroid Prime pinball spinoff. No, no, it's not a spinoff. Actually, it is oh, a canon, canon story. It is a canon Second story. I, know, I just want I just want to poke fun at Neil. This for that. game is cool because it came with a like vibrating GBA cartridge, that like Pokemon to, pinball. Yeah, so you put that in your DS and then you play pinball, and your DS will like. Like while you're playing pinball, yeah. Pretty cool. It was in the story say, that she like something electrocutes on her and keeps her in morph ball status. She can't get out. Of she can't get out. Well, that game is actually really, really good. Yeah, it is. And it good. treats the space in between the top and the bottom screens as existing space, which makes sense because it if, does exist. Yeah, because if you have a pinball game with two screens and the ball just morphs from one to the other, it's like it. Half the ball would be on one screen. Yeah, it's it's terrible. So, but Metro Prime Pinball Metro does it right. Pinball, doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh, also in 2005, Soul Calibur 3 out in North America. Oh, that's so, the one that introduced the Assassin's Creed Origins character. <laughs> this game, in my opinion, I, I was not a fan of it. Yeah, a lot of people say it's the worst Soul Calibur. Was it 2 with like, Link and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And the, the issue was that the, the GameCube version of Soul Calibur 2 was the best-selling version of Soul Calibur, and then they betrayed us. They, they betrayed the Nintendo fans. By making Soul Calibur 3 a PlayStation exclusive. I liked Soul Calibur 3. Speaking of I did not betraying like Nintendo fans, <laughs> speak, what else came out in 2005 on the same day? As, Resident Evil 4, also on so the PS2. A game that January of that year was an exclusive game uh, for the Nintendo GameCube, less than a year later, was now also on PlayStation 2. What, what a betrayal. <laughs> betrayal ton is what I would say. That's what they say on the message boards. Capcom always did that, though, because they did the same thing with Beautiful Joe. Well, yeah, that's eventually all the the Capcom Five, which ended up being three games. They they almost all got well. Only Piano Three did not get put on. Yeah. Consoles. Um, in two thousand, the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask spinoff spinoff <laughs> canon story <laughs> expansion pack required. One of the two. Yeah, two games. Yep. That I know of. Uh, two. No, there was there was a third one. Donkey Kong. There was, yeah, was Donkey Kong 64. I think Jeff Force Gemini as well. No. I thought that just no. ran better. I didn't oh, okay. Turok, man. Perfect Dark definitely required it. Perfect Dark required it for like the last four Do, Yeah, but you could still play it without it. Yeah, just ran like crap. Didn't Rogue Squadron also need it? No. It didn't need it. It didn't need it. But it did enhance it. It became it definitely Rogue Squadron 68. That was going on back there. Party going on back there. Yeah. Uh, Party going on here with Grand Theft. Quiet down, you. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Spinoff. Spinoff. PS2 2004. (laughs) There are, like, noises happening. I think the door opened. It's a ghost. The door just opened. That's weird. It did, yeah. Okay. F-Zero X for the Nintendo 64. That's not a spinoff. 1998. That's canon. Too many games. Uh, Wait, you're not going to Japan. We don't talk about Japan. Okay. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament was released this week on the PS2 in the year 2000. That doesn't count. It's a spinoff. Was you can't this? tell me that's not a spinoff. Grand Theft Auto Vice City was released this week. What? PS2. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. In 2002. Yeah, this, is very, so this was a very good week. Grand Theft Auto 3 games came out this week in varying years. That's yeah, that, yeah, 4 was like the oddball because it came out in April. Yeah, it's true. Um, also, of course, happy birthday to the PlayStation 2. 17 years old this week. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about... Um, one of the best consoles of all Let's time. talk about this for a, a minute. When did everyone get a PS2? Uh, whenever Horses came out. <laughs> That's when Neil got his... He got his PS2 in 2005 when Horses came out. I, I think I got mine a year after FF10 came out. So, 2002? Yeah. Yeah. I actually I have a pretty funny story about how I got mine. Okay. It was It was in the summer after it came out. Yeah, 2001. So, yeah, 2000. So, it came out in 2000. 2000. So, yeah, I got summer 2001. 
And I got it because I was staying at my grandmother's, and at the time I was playing Chrono Cross. Yeah. And that game kept freezing on my PlayStation 1 because I had a launch PlayStation 1. Oh, wow. So it was like, in, in, like when you go into battles, like most of the time it just didn't come out of that. So right. I couldn't play it. Oh, wow. Well, we went to Walmart uh, with my grandmother, and I had saved up some money to like try to buy another one, but I only had... I had like $150. They didn't have You're any PS1s. halfway there. Yeah. Oh, you wanted a PS1. I wanted another PS1. Well, they right. only had PS2s. Well, then. So my grandmother put up the extra money because I told her about how apparently it was a supercomputer and you could launch missiles with it's it. It's true. Saddam Hussein had a 12. <laughs> and okay. And so my grandmother was pretty impressed by it, so she put up the other half. And That's, got she gave you 150 bucks plus tax. Yeah. That's impressive. So 180 Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. I didn't get a PS2 until they made them little. And then oh, I got really? mine when they made the Slim. And um, Really? Yeah. And I got oh. Shadow of the Colossus and, like... That's surprising yeah. to me. Well, I didn't I get a PS1 a... until they made them little either. Right. Hmm. I was really into Nintendo. Right. Like, personal computer. I know I told my story when we told, like, Christmas stories before. Because yeah. I got mine for Christmas. We couldn't find them. <laughs> Somehow I was under the tree. Wow. Sad, cry, happy, yeah. I got my PlayStation 1 for Christmas. Mm. Um, but the only reason I knew I got one was because... The first thing I opened was a Street Fighter game for PlayStation 1, and oh, I was yeah. like, I don't have one of these. That happened to be the they were like, well, you were supposed to open that. Yeah, no, yeah, it was Christmas 2000, so you couldn't find those suckers anywhere. Yeah, they were going for over $1,000 on eBay. Man, what were my parents doing? I know, they could have been making <laughs> money. Um, so PS2 doesn't count, because it's a console. I think that's all of our answers, my answer at least. Well, Resident Evil 4. I mean, yeah, you've done, like, the company starting, so... No, I just mean as your favorite... Like, oh, which it means the most to you this week. Re- gotcha. Resident Evil 4. Well, yeah, of course, I'm doing Resident Evil 4 for Steven. Vaughn, I can probably, or Neil, I can probably guess. What? I'm going to go with probably uh, Majora. Uh, Spinoff. I would <laughs> say yes, but there is something else that came out that was amazing. What's that? Metal Gear. Oh, yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah. I'll also say Metal Gear Solid, actually. Okay, well, my sister's in the audience, and I know uh, our answer's probably Tekken Tag on PS2. Which I guess was a was that a launch game? What's yours, yes. Shank? Yeah, it was a, I didn't yeah, it realize was. it was a launch game. Out of, out of that list, what Wait, was yours? Why aren't all the PS2 launch games on this list? The game that know, meant the most to you, right? Madden, oh, so Dynasty oh, Warriors Two, Madden, oh, Kessen, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Vice City. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Beautiful soundtrack, and it also had a Vice also, City or San Andreas. Oh, Vice, Vice City. City. Okay. San Andreas for gameplay elements. Vice right. City for everything else. I still hope Grand Theft Auto 6, if it exists, goes back to Vice City. Aesthetic, story. The story wasn't like... I like guess the story in the beginning of San Andreas. Right, right. Like it eventually just turns into Scarface. Yeah. Except for the happier. But like Vice City, I didn't see coming at all. And and Vice City was like... It introduced buying the properties and everything that was really cool to make money. Yeah. Soundtrack... Uh, that's what I liked it for. I mean, you could buy the property in, like, you know, fake New York. Mm-hmm. Store your cars there. Four still has the best, like, fist-fighting mechanics. <laughs> uh, so that's it for your new releases. That's it for your uh, look back to the past. If you... This is normally where we do the email section of the show. You can email the show, GameWareExpress at g- uh, gmail.com. Do we have any live audience questions tonight? Yes, sir. You in the jacket. <laughs> Speak loudly for the microphone. Please. Or you could come right up here and ask. Uh, so, I have one question, but what I want to mention, while y'all were uh, talking about the rewind and everything, 
Louder butt liquor. <laughs> there, was, there was somebody. There was somebody that uh, opened the door, just gave us a weird look, and then just promptly walked yeah, away. Oh, great! Just, <laughs> just wanted to mention that. Um, my question was: uh, you mentioned earlier that AAA titles have actually been like really solid this year. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to ask: what's your favorite indie title thus far, or one that you're hyped up that's coming out by? The a favorite indie title for 2017? I mean, for me, it's got to be Golf Story. Yeah, that's my answer, too. God dog it. For me, it's already out, but I haven't played it yet, so I'm hyped to play it, but it's called Hob. Ooh, okay. I want to play Hob. I absolutely yeah. want to play it's Hob. It's from the people that made Torchlight. Yeah, uh, it looks but, phenomenal. Yeah, it looks when does really that come good. out? It, it is out. Can I get it on Switch? No. No. That's probably why I didn't buy it. <laughs> Mine is probably Cuphead. Yes, four. Yeah. Cuphead, yeah. Cuphead. Cuphead is so oh, good. I haven't played Cuphead yet. I'll be playing it next weekend, though. Cuphead's a remarkable story. Also, um, I, de- I bought and downloaded uh, SteamWorld Dig 2, but I haven't started to play it, but I've heard mm-hmm. great things about it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for that question. Any other questions from our great audience? Yes, sir. You with the N7 shirt. He was <laughs> <laughs> waving at us. Oh. Oh, well, I think I broke okay. the stage. Okay. Well, let's... Uh, Rest in peace stage. Yeah. We'll get the stage fixed up right after we wrap the show. Let's finish it up with uh, special stages. Who wants to go first? Um, uh, oh, shit. Whoa, two people want to go first. Bobby, you, you go first. Because he's like a diva. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, there's, there's a large pink uh, phallic object being thrown around in the unicorn audience. Sword. That's a balloon, sir. It's a balloon. It looks like a twisty It looks like a baguette. Object. Sure, okay, now it's coming to the stage. Please keep all... Inflatable objects away from the or, st- or just hand it to Steven. That's fine too. Yeah. This makes for great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well uh, I'll start the special stages off by saying uh, while I've been playing uh, these new games that have just like come out, I've also been listening and uh, watching in the downtime the Yu-Gi-Oh marathon that's on Twitch Presents oh, yeah, right now. I forgot Twitch Presents is now doing Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> and it's like really like interesting. Like looking back at all those old episodes to see how many of those like duelists just break all of the rules all the time. <laughs> it's like literally everyone cheats in there. How even the protagonists. People, how many people have been banned to the Shadow Realm so far? Ah, uh, okay. 16. They're, at, they're at Battle City right now. It's been like <laughs> one, two... Uh, I was expecting a legitimate response to my smart-ass question. It's, I think it's been at least four. Okay. But I'm not certain on that. Okay. you got to yell out Axe or Chalice or Sword... <laughs> Or Ding. dog. What? That's a destiny joke. No, whatever. Everyone said that's fine. <laughs> Alrighty then. Play but destiny, yeah, weebs. I've been meaning to rewatch this uh, anime for a while, and it's like really good that like the whole like chat and everything is like super interactive with it. That, that, that's what makes the Twitch present so great. I mean, that whole Power Rangers marathon was awesome. They're also doing like blocks of episodes, so like they'll also like replay them at some point. So I guess like so everyone can just like keep up with like yeah. all the episodes because they didn't do that for Power Rangers; they just went no, like just straight went through. through it. What yeah. uh, what do you want to see next on Twitch presents after Yu Gi Oh? I double dare. Don't Oh, no. <laughs> all the Legends of the Hidden yeah, Devil would be pretty neat. Like, just all those, like, cool, like, game shows. Like, Guts would be nice. Yeah, uh, just play all of them. I'm surprised you haven't done... Uh, but I think that's on, like... I think the, uh, the Nickelodeon's kind of, like, has, like, a side yeah, channel splat. for all that already. Yeah, Splat. Now, when does that come on? 
what? Does it just take the place of a channel? Uh, I don't actually don't know if it's like a channel or if it's like Disney XD where you have to have like the special right. cable package with it. Because I was we were working out of town and I turned our hotel TV on and, and it was, it was on, on there. Ooh, the uh, OG Ninja Turtles. Oh, that yeah, cool. that'd be pretty neat. Mm-hmm. The animated series. Yeah, yeah, like the the, yeah. the the original, the '87 series. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done Pokemon yet. I wonder if it's either licencing. There's or no way. Oh God, there's just, no way. Because they're still making <laughs> Pokemon Company's not going to let them do that. Yeah. yeah, I guess they have to pay and license this. Like they paid oh, some yeah. to do it. Absolutely. That's also way too many episodes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they could keep going for a while. How many episodes are in Yu-Gi-Oh? No, uh, the, if they're doing if they're doing the first arc, which I'm pretty sure they're only doing the first arc, that's uh, like a, a little over 200. If they're doing all of Pokemon, though, that's like Pokemon's 900 like plus. Yeah. They should do One Piece. How many One Piece episodes are there? That's almost as much as Pokemon. Right. That's <laughs> you, can do, yeah, you can just do Indigo League. You yeah, know? you could probably just do Indigo League. That was on League. Netflix. So, Indigo League. Indigo League and Ooh, Orange they could Islands. do uh, The Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. That was also on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, what you got, Steven? It sounded like you had something ready to go. Uh, who loves music? I who love music Outdoors. Nope. Oh, well. I I'm do. So you want to Farmer's Tan? Yeah, me too. <laughs> to Look, an extent. Well, I'm going to go to an outdoor music OG festival. OG Neil. <laughs> there we go. The Voodoo Music Festival Voodoo tomorrow. Music and Arts Experience. Yeah, there's, it's more than just, they have carnival rides, and they've got bathrooms, hopefully. Delicious <laughs> crawfish pies. They have really good food. How are the funnel cakes? It, well, so there is funnel cakes, but there's also like straight up New Orleans food vendors. Yeah. Oh, like so good stuff. Like really good. Yeah. 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 So you could do a funnel cake, or you could get bread pudding. Um, yeah. You know. Nice. So this is, I think, the sixth year I've done a Voodoo, uh, just for a day. I usually don't go over the full weekend, because... It's hard for me to find enough artists to be interested right. in driving out to New Orleans. Three I mean, it's times. not Jazz Fest, come on. Yeah, um, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one of my favorite albums from this year is from Brand New, and they are breaking up after the year, so... It's, not, it's, be... not, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, it's not... It's, that it's sounds like the title of a Brand New song. Right. Well, so, when I listened to Brand New in like 2003 when they were emo... Yeah, their new album is very different. It is very different. I listened to it on the way to it's work. It's like an Insane Asylum yeah. uh, recount. It like I don't know. It's like reminds me of Radiohead, kind of a little bit. I mean, that album. If you told me that that album came out in 1996, I would have believed you. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so there. That's my most looked forward to artist okay. for tomorrow. But I'm gonna hang out to watch some other yeah. bands. Pay for the ticket. Might as well stay. Yeah. Well, if Foo Fighters are playing after them. Ah, uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. T's band. Yeah, that's yeah. Pity the Foo. That's huh. right. Neil. Yes. Yeah, that is my to name. Share with the class. Um. Sure. Uh, so Katie and I did the uh, IMDb, like where you can check off their top-rated 250 movies, and it's the top-rated, not like, yeah, you know, cult classics and stuff. It's just like their what are what are the top 250-rated movies, yeah, on their website. So we did like uh, the checkoff, and uh, I had seen 98, and she Whoa. had seen 35. That's pretty time good. to change that. And it was all like very different movies. So like she was into. Um, I couldn't even tell you why I'd seen those. Yeah, Shawshank. But no, she had seen like a lot of like the seventies and forties and movies like that. Whereas I I had seen more a lot of more of the recent movies. Right. Um. So anyway, now we're just not really going by that list, but we're just more like, hey, what's movies like we we should have seen? So uh, last night it was one I had seen. Yeah, I mentioned Jaws. Um. I had seen this movie before, but she hadn't seen it, so we watched Fight Club. Okay. Fight Club's and, good. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yep. She really did enjoyed she, it. Did she yeah. see it coming? Right. Did she see the twist? Uh, 
No, but okay. she did catch him blinking. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But she didn't know what it was. She was like, "What was that?" What like, she kept saying it like every time she saw it. Wait, what is um, this blinking thing? Well, he shows up in the beginning. And We're about like, to spoil Fight Club. Has, oh, it, yeah. has everyone in the audience seen, seen Fight, Fight Club? Club? Oh, like hundreds. Of yeah. Okay, so like before you meet Tyler Durden, uh-huh. like as he's going through his psychotic episodes at right. the meetings and stuff like that, you see him in one, one frame, frame. He like pops up behind him somewhere. Whoa. Brad Pitt will be yeah. in one frame of footage. I, I, I've only seen that movie like once or twice. Yeah. yeah. You go back and check that but out. But yeah, you'll. It's it. Well, the first time I saw the movie was like I was like thirteen or fourteen, so it like blew my mind like, when, the, <laughs> when when you know all that happened. And I also saw it on VHS. Yeah, yeah. So, but watching it on Blu-ray, it's like very obvious right. when he mm. pops up. Whereas, like on VHS, it was more like, like yeah, that's game. VHS. That happens in every movie. Up. Yeah, it's just stupid. It's funny <laughs> because um, I didn't know anything about the book, which was written by Chuck Palahniuk, mm-hmm. um, but. I was a huge fan of a movie called The Game, which came out a few years earlier. Yes. And at that time, like I was, you know, kind of at the end of high school, and I was, I thought it was really cool because I was into film, and I was paying more attention to like who's directing movies. So when I saw that David Fincher, the director of The Game, was directing a new movie that I knew nothing about, I was like, I have to go see this movie. So I saw it opening night at Segan Village Theater when it was the big theater to go to um, at the time. One of the great things about that movie, too, is it does a really good job of separating itself from the book because the book is mainly about Marla and her relationship with With her her mother. mother. And Tyler Durden is this guy that is like, you know, part of her life that like really messes with her but yeah, instead the movie focuses on him right and she's kind of the side yeah, the book's very different yeah like project mayhem right doesn't isn't fulfilled in the book oh, whereas yeah. in the movie it is. it is i have an autograph copy of that book yeah it's a really good book chuck polinuk has written i have a lot of his books yeah i actually most of the books i own are him yeah <clears throat> but uh, literally it's his body but yeah uh we also really want to start checking off like I know it's movies like I shouldn't watch, but I'm going to watch because she's watched a lot of my dumb cheesy movies that I like, and Dead one of alive. hers is that she likes is uh, Twilight. Oh, so I that's think we're okay. gonna watch Twilight. Hey, you know what? Twilight has an excellent soundtrack. Yeah, Battles is in it. Yeah, so, one well, of my there's favorite a lot of really good music in that. So cool. Um, as for mine, uh, I finished Thirty Rock. Yeah. yeah, that was a good show. It ended very well. Um, and I, I'm almost done with the first season and only season so far of Atlanta. Yeah. Created, directed, and written by Don Lover himself. <laughs> I love that show. I Donald think it's really Lover, good. Childish Gambino. It's different. Yeah. It's paced like, very different. The first like five or six episodes seem like a normal sitcom, and it starts getting like really weird Serious in a good way. Stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Like, yeah. I don't know. There, there are parts where I feel like they're preaching too hard at me, where it's not subtle enough. But I mean, it's it's not terrible. And I, I mean, I agree with what they're saying. It's just like I don't like having it thrown in my face sure, that hard. Sure. But I guess for the, the common cable FX viewer audience, you know, they might not catch the subtle things as well. But uh, yeah, it's a really good show. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It sucks. It won't come back. It didn't come back this year. It'll come back next year. But he's, you know, Donald Glover's really busy doing like Star Wars and writing Deadpool and making another album. And I don't know how he sleeps. Yeah, he doesn't. But I love Donald Glover. So that's one my- thing I uh, love about Thirty Rock too, and I guess it's like in that trifecta of NBC shows with yeah. The Office and Parks and Rec. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like all of those are so good because they are like have different aspects of each other. Like The Office to me is the like uh, funniest. 
as far as just like little moments that happen. Sure. Parks and Rec has a lot of characters that are ridiculous that I love. Yeah. But Thirty Rock is just the best written. Thirty, yeah, Thirty of, Tina Fey, all, like, of all of them. That, the whole yeah, show that is show so just great. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wrote for Kenneth. Yeah. yeah. Um, he even appeared in uh, the live show, the season six live show, as yeah. the young Tracy, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, and I also, for some reason, decided to start watching all the Saw movies. So, oh, you know, nice. <laughs> it's Halloween. Just watch the third one. That's all, I've only seen one through three. And I was like um, sixteen when I saw. That's two. all I've seen. Two yeah. is my favorite, but I don't think I like. Two is good. One was better than I remember. Like watching it again. Oh, one, yeah. The first Except two were the, great. It, so one for game me. over. <laughs> I, I like the story of one. I don't like the editing, and I don't like the use of music. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I read up on a little bit. They had they filmed that whole movie in eighteen days, right? Right, and they had like less than a million dollar budget, right? So and it shows super low budget. Yeah. But I love the story. Yeah, it's got good themes. Two is my favorite. I mean, I've only seen the first three. Yeah, and I've seen like the beginning of the fourth one. Well, I got the um, I got the whole collection of Blu-ray, my dude. If you want to come I need over. those codes. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Shoot me those codes. But uh, two is really awesome. Two is the I best. just cannot watch that needle scene. That's the best uh, scene. Where she where goes in the pit. The needle yeah. pit. On, well, no, the, re- the reason is, like, A, I don't like needles. Yeah, or B, like, that was real. What, what like, they really threw that? her, like, like the ones that are stuck in her were no, really was stuck in her. I thought yeah. that was makeup. No. Where, where did you... Were what? We're dissenting arguments in the crowd. Yeah, I thought that was makeup. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't yeah, think it was. I thought I read that it, it like... Like, I watched the Oh, it was. Oh, so if you I thought s- I had read that like it, it wasn't. If you want to see a fun movie with Shawnee Smith, uh, where she kind of started her Scream Queen career, you should check out the 1988 remake of The Blob because she's phenomenal in that. <laughs> Is that girl plays Amanda. Uh, no. She's like in most of the Saw movies. That's the, the yeah, that, that is Amanda. Yeah, that's Amanda. So yeah, she's like a, a scream queen, right? She's in a ton of different like horror movies, but she got her start in The Blob. Hmm. And that, I, just, I didn't realize she was that old. So that's on well, our, I guess I guess Saul was like oh four. Yeah, so. yeah. That's on our Voodoo account, by the okay, way. Okay, cool. So if you want to check out the the Blob eighty eight is phenomenal. It's it's a really good use of um, like uh, obviously there's no CGI right, so it's right. all practical effects for the most part. Um, but it's it's a really fun horror movie. Okay. And, yeah. Stranger Things two is also today. That came out yes. today as well. So many great things today. I feel like I want to rewatch. I'm not going to binge season. it this time. I'm gonna take it like episode at a time. Oh, yeah. Stranger Things one, I've, I've only watched Burn once, and it, it was all eight at once. See, I need to watch it again, but I don't want to do that. I want to watch it slowly. Also, Jigsaw came out today. Yeah, the new Saw movie, which you know, the final chapter was not the final. Ch- well, technically, it was. This sure. is a new thing, <laughs> new chapter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess that is our show. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Arinder. I am at V the White Mage at Mochazord. I'm at Steve Gameware. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. Listen to it uh, on SoundCloud, where I post every Friday, as well as Xbox Music, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, next week, eight days from right now, we will be uh, recording. No, we're not be recording. We'll be live on the internet for Extra Life, uh, Saturday, November 4th at 10 a.m. Central Daylight Time. There will be a backup recording, though. There will be a backup recording. Uh, that'll be a first this year, Because we got the Twitch archive still. That's remember? right. Uh, Twitch.tv slash TeamGameWareBR, uh, benefiting Our Lady of the Lake Children's Hospital. Please check it out. Um, and donate if you can. If not, at least share the stream and uh, let everyone know. It's for a really good cause. Um, thank you so much, everyone, who came out here at FIFA Con and uh, stayed with us late tonight. 
Uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming out here and doing this in this rainstorm. Yeah. Um, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.